This is Rock and Roll English. Real people, real English. Here's your host, Martin Johnston. Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of Rock and Roll English. Episode number 69, I believe. Um, and in today's show, I speak to Dan the Man about Rome, uh, capital of Italy, in case you didn't know. Um, because I'm going there at the weekend, so I thought, hmm, why not talk about it? Um, today's show is a little bit longer than usual. Um, that's because I just record the conversation with me and Dan, really. I never put like a time limit on it. I basically stop when Dan bores me. Um, so sorry about that. But remember, it's natural conversation, okay? So we don't like limits. Anyway, there's a lot of rock and roll vocabulary because the episode is a bit longer. So remember to go to the website, rockandrollenglish.com, find all the vocabulary there, do a quiz, and I will speak to you again at the end of the show. Dan the Man, how are you today? I'm very well, how are you? Also very well, Dan. Have you taken any risks since the last show? Uh, probably not, no. <laughs> you? Uh, yeah, I left my washing out in the end, and guess what? It dried? It rained. Fucking ah. bastards. There you go. Well, that's it, Dan. Don't take risks is the moral from that story. Um, anyway, how do we start the show, Dan? With a review. Yeah, I'm not going to ask you this time if we have one, because I know you've seen it. Okay. Um, anyway, so it's from Sarah Lu from China, and it says, I definitely, absolutely, extremely, totally, completely, utterly love this podcast. Nice rock and roll vocabulary there, vocabulary there uh, Sarah, with utterly means totally. Anyway, it continues, not only does it teach me useful vocabulary in grammar, it also entertains me all the time. I love Martin. He's witty and all that. That sounds good. But I feel sympathy for Dan the Man. He's great and he deserves better. Or if I had a violin now, Dan, I would play it for you. I, I actually saw that review and it, it made my day. Uh, yeah, I'm sure. Uh, anyway, it says, Martin, if your podcast one day makes you really rich, like if you made £10 million out of this, how much would you give Dan the Man? Probably zero. Um if less than three million, I swear I would never listen to your podcast again because you're as tight as a duck's mm, duck's ass. I think she meant. And cheers. So yeah, thanks for that, uh, Sarah Lou. That was very nice of you. Yeah, thank you. I appreciate it. Um, one thing though, just think, Dan the man did see that podcast uh, podcast uh, review, and he didn't respond. So. What kind of man does that make, Dan the Man? Um, yeah, good point. <laughs> but I appreciate it. Thank you. Sure I, you I wanted to reply on the show. I thought it would be a bigger gesture. Oh, yeah, yeah, Dan. Sure you did. Sure you did. Um, anyway, yeah, thanks again. So, do you know what today's podcast is about, Dan? No, you're refusing oh, sorry, to tell Sorry, me. actually. I would just like to say, in another response to that, although she feels sympathy towards you, as I mentioned on the last show, Dan completely embarrassed me so it's give and take okay so some sympathy for me wouldn't be a bad thing sometimes let, let it go come on let's move on <laughs> good idea dan let's move on so yeah do you know what the show's about no you're refusing to tell me well that's it uh well as i'm going to rome on friday i thought let's 
do a show about Rome. Yes, Dan, I am. Thanks. You know, I have a life except you. Um, So, yeah, just got some stuff about Rome, some facts we can talk about sometimes we had in Rome, Dan. Um, So, do you know how the city Rome was founded? No. Come on, Dan, you know this. What, the wolf and the boys? Yeah, well, the wolf is a plural. Wolves. No, there was one wolf. No, two boys. Yeah. Yeah, come on, mate. Um, so yeah, it was something like what is it, Romulus and Remus? Remus, yeah. And they were babies. They were abandoned, and a wolf brought them up. What does it mean if well, someone brings you up, Dan, to raise you? Yeah, because like the babies grow up, but someone brings them up. Um, strange one that a wolf bringing up two babies. How did the wolf change the nappies, Dan? I don't know. This is your story, not mine. <laughs> And remember, nappies are like, let's say, the underwear for children. Um, But, yeah, so I don't know how the wolf changed the nappies, but it did. And then when they got older, um, they had a fight about the name of Rome. And so do you know how they settled the argument, Dan? With a fight? With a fight. And uh, Romulus killed Remus. So, you know, that sounds reasonable. What did Remus want to call Rome? Well, I imagine... Ream. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know because like Rom, you look Rome, and then Ream, Ream. I don't know. But Remus lost, and so Romulus said, okay, it's called Rome. I was thinking maybe this sounds like something that might happen with you and me one day, Dan. Uh, I would definitely win the fight. Come on. <laughs> sure. And then you could call the podcast, yeah, Dan the Manus. Something yeah. like that. It's got a nice ring to it. <laughs> nice term, that. Again, we've had that a few times. A nice ring to it. A nice sound. Um, so I've just got some strange facts now about Rome because now we've had that detailed um, analysis of how the yeah. city was you, founded. You'll never have to read another book on Rome again. <laughs> exactly. You have all the history here, baby. Um, so apparently Emperor Claudius, Claudius, I don't know, his third wife, this is, Valeria Messalina was a nymphomaniac. What does that mean, Dan? Someone who likes a lot of sex. Oh, yeah, baby. She loves it. And apparently, according to historians, they didn't mention the names of the historians, but historians sounds respectable. She once had a competition with a prostitute to see how many people, well, to see who could sleep with the most people in one night. Sorry, is this the wife of the emperor, did you say? Yeah, well, I don't know if they were married at the time. I mean, how happy would the emperor be about his wife having a competition to have sex with as many people as possible? Who won? Uh, doesn't say, actually, Dan. It's a good question. So we need to contact these historians and find out. But um, I was just imagining maybe if the queen did that, what, what do you think that would be like? Oh, God, I don't want to think about it. I actually read the other day, though, I heard... Um... Someone set a new world world record recently by having sex with 916 men in 24 hours. <laughs> what? But that can't be like the full sex because, you know, 24 hours, 900 men. I'd... Well, I can't imagine there was much foreplay, but... <laughs> uh, nice word there, Dan. Foreplay is the, like the stuff before sex, let's say. Um, how many again? 916. You imagine if you're 900, your number 916. That's not good, is it? I worked it out. I got the calculator out. It's like one every, one every minute or so. 
Thanks for doing the calculation there, Dan. Is what he used there when he said, I worked it out. It's like I did the calculation. But yeah, that's not a very nice thing. But anyway, thanks for telling us that, Dan. Um, so the Trevi Fountain in Dan. <laughs> I'm having a lot of difficulty talking today, Dan. I think I'm still nervous from last week. Mm-hmm. I've got you. I've got you on edge. Yeah, on edge. That's a nice one as well. Like, got me worried. Last week, I think you used the term, you've got me rattled, which is similar, yeah. Anyway, so the Trevi Fountain, what do people do at the Trevi Fountain, Dan? Uh, They throw coins into it. Yes, or you can toss a coin into it. It's the same, this uh, word. Toss is a dangerous word to use, though, I think, in English. (laughs) Uh, Yes, because it can also mean masturbate. Uh, But generally, you toss a coin but to masturbate would be like to toss yourself off. <laughs> or you can call someone a tosser. A tosser is like an offensive word in English. Yeah. Just say um, flick the coin. Flick a coin. It's flick or throw, yeah. Um, anyway, but do you know how much money is tossed into the Trevi Fountain, like, every day? No. 2,000 euro. Seriously? Yeah, so, you know, if anyone's looking to, you know, make a make a few bob, what does it mean, make a few bob, Dan? Make some money. Yeah, um, then, you know, go to the Trevi Fountain. Well, and just... But who, where does that money go? Surely they collect that. Yeah, I don't, probably to the church. I don't know, Dan. They need it. Well, yeah, exactly. They've got no money. Um, and apparently, in the olden days, so like, you know, in the past, gladiator blood was used to like make people feel better if you were sick you say okay we'll have this blood of a gladiator and then you'll feel better so what's that got to do with the trevi fountain <laughs> they're not connected these facts they're well they are they're about rome dan okay you, you didn't link it very well you didn't sort of move on i, I thought we were still talking about the trevi <laughs> well times move on dan okay try and keep up with me try and keep up to my pace okay. so pace is another good word it means speed um, and so, speaking about gladiators, now I am making a link. Um, apparently, five hundred thousand people died, um, like as gladiators, in the Colosseum. Really? That—that's a lot, isn't it? Um, yeah. Anyway, I was thinking, Dan, do you think you would be a good gladiator? Do you think I'd be a good gladiator? Um, I think I would be a better gladiator than you. That's all I know. They would Dan. feed you to the lions. You—you you wouldn't even get a sword. Uh, well, that's probably true. I have difficulty with the dog that lives under my house. So if I, there's a lion, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that probably wouldn't be the best situation. Um, so we're now making a link, Dan, from gladiators to emperors and Romans again now, okay? Because okay. they were quite superstitious. Okay. Um, and like, if you were left-handed, it meant you were unlucky. And apparently the Latin word for left was sinister. So what does sinister mean, Dan? I don't actually know how to describe this. It's um, evil. Yeah, like an evil. You could say like Dan is a sinister person. So like left was evil. And now in Italian, left is sinistra, Dan. So this is just, this is like an education today, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. What What do we normally say, Dan? I don't know. What do we normally say? Every day. Is a learning day? Is a school day, Dan. Jesus Christ. Uh, I don't know. I don't listen to you. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, anyway, it also says here that um, 
in Rome, people would often socialise in communal toilets. So communal toilets are ones for like, you know, everyone. Um, so I was just wondering, Dan, do you like talking to people in the toilet? Not especially, no. Do you? <laughs> uh, not really, especially when I'm actually, you know, going. So when I say going, I mean pissing. Um, I did have one occasion, though, when I was at a bar in Chelmsford where Dan and I are from. And a kid that we went to school with um, came next to me. I hadn't seen him in about 10 years. In our year? No, he was a year above us. And um, so I saw him. I said, hiya, all right? And he said, mm, not really. And already oh, I was God. thinking that I'm not in the mood for this. It's so an I'm... empty question. <laughs> I said, oh, no, what's the problem? And he said, I have a penis infection. <laughs> Did you have a look? No, I, just, I didn't ask him to have a look. So, yeah, the conversation was, hi, you're all right. No, not really. What's wrong? I've got a penis infection. And then I said, okay, see you later. <laughs> Glad you're well. <laughs> you know, look after that penis. So, yeah, that that was a special time. So maybe I could have done that in Rome with the other people there. Why would they, why would they get together in the toilet? I don't know, Dan. I didn't... I didn't do that much research, okay? You've got to be careful like... around that sort of research, haven't you? Well, I'm always careful, Dan. Or I can take risks, okay? I take risks with many things in life. What, in toilets? In toilets. An anywhere, Dan. <laughs> um, so apparently there's a law in Rome which means that cats can basically do what they want. They can climb in the Colosseum. They can go everywhere. Um, so I was just wondering, what are your thoughts of cats, Dan? <sighs> I prefer dogs. Why? Just because they've got character. <laughs> yeah, to be honest, I actually prefer cats because cats, they they leave me to it. What does it mean if they leave me to it, Dan? They, they leave you alone. The, the problem is with that is I don't trust men that give their affection to cats. I think it's a strange, <laughs> a strange thing. Yeah, but that's what I like about cats. Like... I don't give affection to them. They don't give affection to me. It's just, you know, you do what you want. I'll do what I want. Yeah. yeah. You like, yeah, okay. So that's why I like them, you know, but, you know, that's me, Dan. Will you ever get a cat? Well, I'd prefer not to, but if I had to, maybe I would. Second conditional. Would you call it Dan the Man? <laughs> that would be the very last name I would ever give to a, a pet. Um, so who... What important person lives in Dan? In, lives in Dan. Jesus Christ. <laughs> what important person lives in Rome, Dan, was the question I was looking to ask. Uh, the Pope. Oh, yeah, baby. The new one, Pope Francis. He's he's a lad, isn't he? He's a bit rock and roll. Oh, yeah. So a lad means like a you know normal guy. Very much like me. Not so much like Dan. Yeah. Um, got some facts about him as well, Dan. Apparently, he speaks Spanish, Latin, Italian, German, French, Portuguese, English, and Ukrainian. Fucking hell. Oh, yeah. That's the perfect response, Dan. Fucking hell. Um, do you think he listens to the podcast? Hopefully. If he is, <laughs> give us a shout out. <laughs> yeah. Come on, Pope France. Yeah. Leave a review. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Get him to leave a review. Good idea, Dan. Yeah. Oh, that would be amazing, wouldn't it? 
Um, and this is a this really is an interesting fact. Apparently, um, when he was living in Argentina and at university, um, he worked as a bouncer. Um, so what is a bouncer, Dad? Someone uh, who uh, either lets you into a club or doesn't let you in, you know. They're normally bald, strong, and bastards. <laughs> yeah, so basically he's talking about the people that work at nightclubs. Very big and bald, like he said, with no hair, and very intimidating people. I can't really imagine the Pope being like that. Well, you never know. You never know, Dan. Um, anyway, what's your experience with bouncers? Um, I was going to say any good experiences, but you know, has anyone ever had a good experience with a bouncer? I don't think I've ever had an experience with a bouncer. I, I normally go into a club, and if I if, if they let me in, you know, it's almost like I don't exist. Uh, yeah, that's actually, good. no. There was once I was in a club in uh, London trying to get into a party that I'd been invited to, and I went up to the bouncer and he goes what's your name and I said oh uh, I said my name and he goes uh, you're not on the list I said well it's my cousin's birthday he goes what's your cousin's name gave my cousin's name he's not on there I said he is he's on, and I saw my phone to my cousin and I said to him look they're in there and he goes you have to wait a minute went, okay so I waited about 30 seconds and I went to say something and he went he put his hand up to my face to tell me to shut up and said, patience is a virtue. So I went, okay. And then about 10 seconds passed, no one doing anything. And then he went, now you can go in. <laughs> yeah, that's what they like to do. They like to show their authority, which is quite annoying. A nice term, though, the bouncer used there. Patience is a virtue. It's like a saying that we use, basically... It's a nice way of saying wait and be patient. Um, my best experience with a bouncer, thanks for asking, Dan, was when I was about 17. I got into a nightclub and my friend didn't. And my friend said to me, go to the side of the club and open the fire door. <laughs> good advice. So I thought, that's a good idea. So I kicked open the fire door. And Why'd then, you kick well, it open? Well, I... I just well because that was it I was looking in one direction and I just kicked from behind me so that nobody would know and then all of a sudden yeah so the alarm went off in all of the nightclub the music stopped and then like four bouncers ran over to me picked me up and chucked me out so what does it mean if they chucked me out Dan they removed you from the club well that, that's a very nice way of saying it, yeah. So that was what? a great that was a great day as well. Was this Jukes? Um, yeah, Jukes Genesis is um, the name of the club where Dan and I passed many a fantastic night. Do you remember my 18th birthday, Dan? Uh, I do. It was just me and you, wasn't it? Just me and you. <laughs> Partying like there was no tomorrow. Uh, another nice term, like there was no tomorrow. Like it was your last night on earth. Um, so, Dan, do you know any sayings about Rome? Um... Rome wasn't built in a day. Oh, and, and you know what, Dan? I didn't even think about that. So, yeah, we use that when we say, like, you know... Um, be patient. Have, be patient, again. <laughs> but not in the same way the bouncer said that to you. you. You couldn't really say to him... Well, the bouncer couldn't really have said, excuse me, Rome wasn't built in a day. It's normally used for projects, isn't it, if you've got a project? Yes, exactly, Dan. Projects, especially when things are going slowly and someone says to you, what's going on with the project? You say, look, come on, 
Rome wasn't built in a day. Which basically means nothing. <laughs> Stop asking me. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I was thinking, though, Dan, of um, when in Rome. Yeah. How, how does it finish? Do as the Romans do. Oh, yeah, baby. So we just basically say that when you're in a place, do what the local people do. Um, anyway, Dan, I think I remember you saying in the first podcast, actually, that Rome was your favourite city on earth. Yeah. Is that still the case? Yeah. Now that you're a free spirit and everything? Because when we did that first podcast, Dan, you were not a free spirit. You were actually a boring bastard. Thank you. Thank you. Um, yeah, I'd say Rome and uh, I also like I also like Dublin. Dublin. Jesus Christ. Have you been to Dublin? No. <laughs> No, I mean, I'm sure it's nice. I just don't like anywhere that's an English-speaking country because it's just too similar to English culture. I went to Australia, for example, and it's basically England with the sun. Yeah, I think the Irish would be a bit upset if they heard you say that. Because Yeah, uh... I have got some Irish friends. Hopefully they're not listening. Um, but is there anything you don't like about Rome, Dan? Um... I don't like crossing the road. <laughs> That's because you don't take risks, Dan, okay? You haven't got the bottle. What does it mean if you haven't got the bottle? I haven't got the uh, nerve. The nerve, the courage to mm. cross the road. You need to have let, big balls, let's say, to cross the road. And Dan, That's why you wouldn't make a good gladiator, Dan, okay? Because I didn't want to cross the road. Because you didn't want to cross the road, exactly. And you haven't got any bottle. Um, what about you? Yeah, my biggest hate, uh, well, there's a couple, actually, because I lived in Rome for three years, as you know, Dan. Um, one, are the amount of Americans there. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, Americans are fine. It's just you get the worst type of Americans there. Um, my friend, who is a tour guide in Rome, told me once he was doing a tour and they got off the metro at the Colosseum and then some American said... Oh, it's so great that they built the Colosseum next to the metro station. <laughs> Pretty sure they built the Colosseum before the metro station. But, uh, you know, thanks anyway. Yeah. And the other thing is to transport because there's only two lines of the metro. Do you know why, Dan? Really? Is that true? There's, there's two in Toulouse. So yeah, that's, yeah, that, that's what I'm saying. Rome, you know, capital of Italy. But do you know why that is, Dan? Uh, no. Because when they tried to build anything under the ground, they find Roman ruins. Oh, really? That's quite interesting. And then they have to stop. But I always said when I lived there, there are enough Roman ruins in this town. Okay? So if you yeah. find any more, just go through. Just smash it down. <laughs> because you've got, you've got the Colosseum. You've got, you know, lots of other stuff. Just... You know, forget that. Forget the past. Let's go to the future, baby. Yeah, you just, you just go straight straight through it. Straight through it. Um, but I have to thank Rome for introducing me again to the bike because I had no way of getting around the city. So now, you know, I have a bike. Wow, that's amazing. <laughs> I can see how amazed you are, Dan, by the tone of your voice. I, I, I can tell that's what you're going to end the show on, isn't it? Um, well, yeah, but what I was actually going to say is just on a positive note, because I'm such a positive person, mm. what I did there, I took a negative, Dan, the yeah. negative being that um, there's shit transport in the city. What did I do? I turned it into a positive. Now I have a bike. Okay. Oh, that's amazing. Wow. 
<laughs> well, that's it, Dan. Okay, so wish me a good time in Rome. Oh, yeah, have a good time in Rome. When are you back? Uh, on Sunday. So okay. a flying visit. So that means a short visit. Are you going with your girlfriend? Yes, Dan, I am. Oh, okay. wow, get some pictures. Oh, I will, Dan. Okay. You're yeah. going to England soon as well, aren't you? This weekend, yeah. Are you going with your girlfriend? I'm not. I'm going for a piss-up. <laughs> and what is a piss-up? Uh, when you get extremely drunk with yeah. friends. With your friends, exactly. So that that's the difference between you and me, Dan. I'm going for a cultured weekend to Rome with my girlfriend, probably drink some nice wine, okay, have a nice meal, and you're just going to England for a piss-up, okay? Oh, all of a sudden, he's got a girlfriend, and now he's Mr. Romantic. <laughs> Not Mr. Romantic, Dan. Mr. Culture, okay? okay That's yeah, me. Sure. Anyway, you enjoy your piss up and I'll speak to you soon. Yeah, I'll speak to you later. All right, see you later. Okay, so that was Dan the Man and me speaking about Rome. So let's have a look at some of that rock and roll vocabulary. At the beginning, we have we had the word utterly when Sarah Lou said she utterly loves our podcast, which is similar to completely, but they are not the same. That's why we have two different words. So look for collocations, things like um, this show is utterly ridiculous. That one works. Um, anyway, we had um, bring someone up when the wolves brought the wolf, sorry, brought up the boys, Romulus and Remus. So remember, someone brings you up, but you grow up. Normally parents bring up children, but maybe grandparents bring up children. You never know. And we had nappies, which are the underwear of children, especially babies, let's say. We had the word nymphomaniac, um, which is someone that loves sex. Remember, it was the emperor's wife that was a nymphomaniac. That's actually a nice way to say it, more of the scientific way, let's say. Believe me, there are many other ways to say that that are not so nice. Um, speaking of sex, we had the word foreplay, which is like the fun you have before sex, let's say. If you type that into Google, you will find lots of um, demonstrations of it, okay? Um, we had work something out when Dan worked out how many people she slept with in one day, the person with the world record. So that's like I did the calculation. Um, he also said to me, I've got you on edge, which means like I've got you anxious. Remember last week we said rattled and it's more or less the same. Um, we had toss in many different ways. A toss a coin is the most common way, I suppose, which is the same as throw a coin. Then we had toss yourself off, which is to masturbate, basically. But you can toss someone else off if you want. You know, it's up to you. And then the offensive word to call someone is a tosser. That's like the noun, obviously. But obviously, don't say this in front of your grandmother because it's not very nice. Um, we had another term when I said a few bob. Um, so I said, if anyone's looking to make a few bob, go to the Trevi Fountain. So a few bob is money. Very British term that our American cousins probably wouldn't understand. Um, we had the word pace, which is the same as speed. As always, I'll use a football example. Someone with pace is someone who is very quick. Um, we had the word sinister when we were talking about the Latin word for left was sinister, which means like evil. Um, I'm sure that's the translation of the Latin word, though. I very much doubt it was exactly the same as sinister. Um, oh, we had a nice term actually about cats when I said they leave me to it. And um, that's like they leave me alone. You can say that to anyone, basically. You can say, um, okay, I will leave you to it now. 
So it's basically, I will leave you alone. Um, we had the word lad when I said the Pope is a lad. Um, it's like a normal guy, generally, you know, likes drinking, football, stuff like that. That's a lad. And we also had bouncer because the Pope was a bouncer as well. That's like the security of nightclubs. Generally not nice people, as we saw. Um, speaking of bouncers, again, we had the term when you chuck someone out is when you throw someone out. Um, not in a very nice way. Um, you can also chuck out rubbish. Um, and basically the bouncer chucked me out of the nightclub like I was a piece of rubbish, which I probably was back then. So, you know, um, um, there was the nice term of partying like there was no tomorrow. Um, that was me and Dan on my 18th birthday. But as we said, you can do that for anything. You can say eating like there's no tomorrow, like the world was to end tomorrow, for example. Then we had a few um, sayings about Rome. Remember, Rome wasn't built in a day, um, which is like projects, really, um, as we said. And when in Rome, do as the Romans do. So maybe if you go to England and you drink 10 beers, you can say, well, you know, when in Rome, do as the Romans do, even though you would be in England. But we still say it. Um, and we had the word bottle, which obviously means something you drink out of. But if someone hasn't got the bottle to do something, it means they haven't got the courage. And the last one was Dan's very cultured term of up, piss up. Um, so if you go for up, piss up, that's like on a night out with your friends to get drunk and act like a hooligan, basically, which is what Dan is probably doing at the moment. Anyway, remember, all the rock and roll vocabulary is on the website, rockandrollenglish.com. Go there, look at the vocabulary, try to learn the vocabulary, use the vocabulary, and keep on rocking, baby. Thanks so much for listening to Rock and Roll English. For more great content and to stay up to date, visit rockandrollenglish.com and facebook.com slash rockandrollenglish. We'll catch you next time.